Yeah, man. What up, ladies and gentlemen? The homie Rodrigo is back. Back again. One more time, you know what I'm saying, with the Yeah Man podcast. First is first, you know what I'm saying? Hope everybody's doing well. We got the holidays around the corner, right? We got uh, Thanksgiving. Knocking on heaven's door. Yeah. Yeah, man. Hell yeah, man. Hope everybody's doing great, dude. Um... Yeah, dude, that's it, dude. We're fucking back, man. Fucking uh, shout out to all the people that went to the shows in uh, Addison, uh, Texas at the Addison Improv, man. Fucking had a good time chopping it up with uh, those people that came by the merch booth and uh, said, yeah, man, we listen to the Yeah Man podcast too. (laughs) Fuck yeah, dude. Hell yeah, man. Keep shining to everybody. I'll get to those shout outs in a little bit. But uh, yeah, man, a lot of things have changed since our last uh, meeting, right? Since our last um, podcast. Since our last guest, we have a new president erect. Oh, yet, oh, no, the president erect. Yeah, man. Shit, the streets are on fire. <laughs> it's so funny, man, like uh, how people are complaining on uh, on both sides of the aisle, man. Everybody, like, uh, swears they're like the voice of reason or the voice of God, huh? <laughs> Stay out of those streets. You guys are nothing but thugs and vandals protesting. Martin Luther King didn't do it that way. (laughs) How dare you? Shame on all your un-American tactics. (laughs) You old bag, you. Hey, man, as long as you're uh, exercising your constitutional rights uh, within the parameters of the law, keep shining, man. Hey, it doesn't matter, right? You're doing what you're doing. That's it. <laughs> Shit. Everybody's all talking about all the negative stuff on this uh, candidate uh, elect. Uh, how about uh, all the negative stuff on the past or in the current uh, president? Come on, man. Shit, that shit was wild. How about that one lady from, what is it, West Virginia? Calling the first lady uh, ape in heels? <laughs> Come on, lady. Over there looking like the marshmallow man talking shit. <laughs> But I do got to say, man, the funniest people I ever heard talk shit are some ugly motherfuckers. <laughs> but who cares, man? The world ain't going to finish. What happened, man? I mean, only if you really got shit to be afraid of is if you don't have any papers and you really are a criminal. <laughs> then it's back to your country, man. Enrique Peña Nieto is waiting for you. And so is your municipio. <laughs> oh, my God. It's getting harder and harder. That's what she said. Oh, give it up for Count Hacula over here, you know? <laughs> yeah, man. Fucking people are all tripping, man. But I don't care. You know what I'm saying? Not that I don't care, because I, I think everything's going to be all right. All right. It's going to be all right. Shit. It, it, it all boils down to this quote. And, I mean, it's probably the most famous quote of any president ever in the history of our uh, beautiful republic. Uh, and it's the John F. Kennedy quote, don't ask what your country could do for you, ask what you can do for your country. Seriously. And uh, people get besides that, man. People, you know, especially on social media, man, you see all the negative ass shit. Cause I have, I actually haven't even spoke on it. Cause really, it, 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 you're not gonna get anywhere with it. You know what I mean? What's done is done. Shit, it's done, man. It's done. It's sealed in stone. You ain't gonna get anywhere. You know what I mean? Complaining. You're just gonna get your high blood pressure all riled up. You know what I mean? And kill yourself faster. Why? Because of you and your emotions. Just be cool, dog. You got to be like Joe Cool. Just be cool, cool, cool. 
<laughs> that's it, man. Shit. And no even reason to get into it. But I'm just like, you know, I like viewing those comments, you know, when I'm uh, eating my little popcorn. It's pretty funny, man, how people get all riled up and shit. And like I said, it's on both sides. It's not just one side against the other side. You know, one's more prolific or whatever. But me, personally, I won't even go protest. <laughs> shit. Fuck taking a rubber bullet to the face. <laughs> Fuck that. I don't want to get run over. <laughs> shit. I'll protest in silence. <laughs> Fuck that. I'm going to protest against mayonnaise. No more mayonnaise for me. <laughs> Oh, man. And that's the thing, man. I mean, I ain't no representative of a group. I just represent this motherfucker. <laughs> a lot of people get too crazy, man. Shit, like, you know, and, and as far as Mexican people, we don't really protest. I mean, black people protest. I mean, you got a a, a history of protestation, you know, um, which is uh, um, um, where the uh, word comes from, Protestant, protestant. <laughs> I'm sure it has some other, like, you know, deep Latin roots. But uh, we'll just keep it on the surface for now. <laughs> fact check. There's no fact check in here, bro. Relax. But, yeah, Mexican people don't protest. I mean, shit. I mean, the only thing they do in my neighborhood, if somebody gets shot by the cops, <laughs> there's either a car wash for caskets. That's about it. <laughs> shit, Mexican people are like, if a Mexican dude gets shot by the cops, the first question Mexicans ask is, what do he do? <laughs> it's not even like, oh my God, let's go to City Hall. Nah, 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 nah. You can't be pointing BB guns at the cops, man. Fucking sniper, what's wrong with you? <laughs> but yeah, man, it's all fun, dude. You know, shit, ain't nothing gonna change. I mean, shit, did shit change when Obama got elected? I mean, not really. I mean, the only thing they changed was the racist-ass comments. <laughs> but we act like, you know, racism's foreign to our land. I mean, come on. We're, we're in a land that used to have slaves. <laughs> we're, we're, we're in a land where, where the only way you could vote back in the day was if you owned property. <laughs> Put yourself in that context. If you don't know property, eh, you really don't even got a voice. <laughs> but you do. You do locally, you know what I mean? You can elect your city councilman. You can elect your prosecutor, you know, your DA, district attorney. You can uh, vote your senator, your congressman, your supervisor, which uh, your county supervisors have even more power than uh, the senators at large. That, that's where it's at, your mayor, you know what I mean? Your assemblyman. That's where it's really at, you know, locally. You know, and as far as the president, it's really an indirect democracy, man, with the electoral college. I mean, they're the ones that are going to vote him in. And supposedly it's not all said and done till like December 19th when the electoral reps uh, cast in their vote. But very rarely and against tradition, um, it hasn't even ever happened where they, you know, don't cast those votes in. Please hold your breath. You know, what I, mean? I think one time in history, I read in a quick brief in the paper, I think it was the Wall Street Journal last week uh, on the plane. And it said that I think one time in history was one elector um, uh, actually voted uh, against who he was uh, going to vote for as far as president, you know. And yeah, yeah, we know that, you know, the um, the president elect now uh, didn't win the popular vote. But hey, neither did George W. <laughs> Get off the dubs <laughs> sitting there painting and shit at his house. Come on, man. <laughs> You're a president and all you do is paint now? <laughs> God damn. <laughs> Fuck that. You live your whole life to work and just to retire. Fuck that. I don't ever want to retire. Like my dad said, I don't know, man. You're retired now, man. You don't do nothing, man. <laughs> yeah, man. Why you hating? <laughs> Yeah, man, having too much fun with this one. <laughs> but yeah, dude. So uh yeah, man, you're gonna be alright, man. 
And um, hey, man, whatever. I mean, people say that you know, fucking, you shouldn't be walking out of class, whatever. I guess people are pissed. Honestly, in my opinion. My opinion, you shouldn't even be protesting. I mean, wait till the shit really happens. But it was funny because we were talking with uh, our homie Toby Hicks, who was on the shows in uh, Bellevue, Washington at the parlor, represent also to those people out there that came out to the shows and said, what's up? And he also uh, was a feature at um, Addison um, Improv for uh, Felipe. And uh, we were talking about the protest with him. And he was saying, man, it's too late, man. They should have been protesting when he was saying that stuff. What you protesting for now? <laughs> and it's true, man. I mean, it's not, and, and there's laws in place to stop racist, real racist shit from going on. You know what I mean? Stuff that we don't need, need to get into till you know, a later date if shit, you know, hits a fan. But yeah, man, I think we're going to be all right. We're going to be cool, man. I mean, yeah, you know, whatever. And, and that's the other thing. It's a total exorcism of democracy. Let's say exercise, not exorcism. Because, you know, we don't, it goes to show that we're not always going to get our way. Or the people that don't like um, what the results were from, uh, of the presidential election. You know what I mean? We can't. Always get what you want. <laughs> Motherfucking American Idol up in here, eh? <laughs> Somebody slap this fool <laughs> on Slapchat. <laughs> Call back. Um, so, yeah, man, it's all fucking good, man. It's all good, dude. I mean, it's fucking Congress. They're the ones that really wield the power, man. But it's all gravy, man. We got fucking, you know, separation of powers, right? You got the executive branch, the legislative branch. In the judicial branch, that's the only thing that I think sucks about this whole not not about the election, but like uh, the last year in uh, in our uh, president's uh, presidency, uh, uh, Barack Obama, is that he wasn't able to select um, a Supreme Court justice. That to me is uh, is uh, is a is a direct assault on uh, on democracy and um, and uh, in that respect, because I think he should have. And uh, that's what happens. But we'll see what happens, you know, with, uh, you know, with with um, our pre president uh, elect, if he uh, if he's able to, you know, get whoever he wants to get in there. Um, and we'll see the um, uh, the uh, the elections in two years of midterms. See uh, what's up with that. See if that shakes up the uh, the everlasting um, the everlasting fear that's among amongst us but it's funny too man like i mean you don't always get what you want i mean and i ain't talking shit about some of these celebrities well I want, one thing i do want to say about celebrities it's funny because when celebrities um are on their way way to becoming celebrities you know they do all this you know promotional stuff they want to get on board they want to you know they want to get on and as soon as they get super famous they like you know cut away the paparazzi they don't want nothing uh nothing to do with them no more you know please give me my privacy but hey man being a celebrity yeah you kind of don't have any more privacy anymore you're in the fucking limelight <laughs> you'd be like fucking nev campbell <laughs> if, if they don't fuck with you no more talking about i'm gonna move if president uh so-and-so gets elected or if the candidate gets elected <laughs> ain't anybody talked about your ass in 15 years <laughs> you know what i'm saying and uh and i heard some celebrities crying that they didn't get their way this late night uh host you know what i mean i mean and honestly i'm not talking shit i'm not trying to uh, backtrack and say i'm not talking shit just so if i ever get on then i'll be oh no i didn't mean that it's like i'm just saying the shit that i saw and i thought was some bullshit but homeboy was talking about um he was on he was crying on tv talking about that his mom was crying that the first woman president didn't get elected Boo fucking who? <laughs> Motherfucker, there's other things to worry about. <laughs> How about the starving children? How about the homeless in the streets? <laughs> How about that shit? <laughs> the fuck out of here with that bullshit. <laughs> man, you're, you're messed up, bro. <laughs> no, nah, come on, man. Get the fuck out of here with that bullshit, man. Damn. Anyways, sorry for uh, those outbursts, you know what I'm saying? I apologize. 
No, I don't. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, and one cool book that I'm reading that I had for about a year, but I fucking kind of flipped through it a couple pages, is... um. But now I'm like 140 pages into it, and it's fucking cool. Only if you're a Smiths fan, I say. Is it really so strange? And that's uh, the book of the month. That's uh, the never-ending saga of the Smiths. Fantastic book, you know what I mean? Talks about the main homie, um, uh, Stephen Patrick Morrissey from King's Road from Manchester. Oh, and the other fucking thing. So shout out to that book. <laughs> when I read it, I'll tell you guys more about it. When I read it, when I finish reading it. <laughs> I'm in the process, right? Oh, the other cool thing is I seen fucking Supersonic, which is the uh, documentary film of uh, the band Oasis. Dude, that is fucking awesome, dude. It was fucking bad as fuck. And on top of it being a bad um, chronicling the the band's history and uh, the two brothers' history, um, it was it fucking sounded fantastic, mate. Yes, yes, yes. Soothing to the ears. It was uh it was it was just as great as its title, mate. Supersonic, mate. Yes. It had the theater right there at the arc light in Hollywood thumping, mate. Mate, you think you's at a club, mate. With pristine sound. So yeah, man, check that out if it's still around. I seen it at the arc light with my lady. And uh yeah, man, it was bad as fuck, man. So uh yeah, shout out real quick. All right, man. Robert Casadillas. Shout out to you, man. Fucking Facebook homeboy. Uh, Alex Castaneda. Shout out to you too, dog. Carlos Vasquez. What's up, big dog? We met you and your homies um, at the Addison Improv, a.k.a. Turtle from Dallas. Thank you very much for coming out. You know what I'm saying? Um, and Annette, and, uh, Annette Stacy, and Danny Vera. Thank you very much for coming out. Thank you very much for coming by the merch booth and saying those kind words. It's a trip. I don't do this shit to be cool. I don't do this shit to um for money. I don't do this shit. The only reason I do it is because I think it's cool and I want to um show you guys who I am and I'm still in the process of doing. So I mean, what do we got 16 episodes? We're barely even scratching the fucking surface at all, bro. With one fingernail. So if it, it means a lot to me when people come up to me and you know tell me um you know that they listen to the podcast and they like it and it's uh, dropping knowledge and all and and it's not I'm not I don't I come in here dude and I shoot from the hip I don't do it organized I don't fucking edit I just want to that shit to be raw is life and um I want to share a lot of things with you man but sometimes I hop on other subjects I go on tangents and um I want you to have that bare bones conversation or that listening um. Com listening on a conversation that like if you were a fly on the wall you know what i'm saying that way it can be as real as motherfucking um is oxygen you know what i'm saying let those molecules sink in and shit you know what i'm saying bring a little more oxygen to your bloodline <laughs> or your veins as they say you know what i'm saying at the american red cross shout out <laughs> they are not a sponsor they are not a sponsor <laughs> oh and that's the other shit too man and people like you know they're like, oh my god i can't believe we elected this tyrant <laughs> it's like believe it i mean california elected schwarzenegger remember that shit <laughs> the planless leader <laughs> we just have to fucking uh just let this shit unfold man <laughs> let homeboy stumble on his own trust me man trust me it's gonna happen <laughs> Uh, what I do like though is like um, a Sarkozy's cool. Um, oh yeah, so I've always loved the French mate. Haven't been out there in this little English accent, but we will one day. Yes, sir. Um, <laughs> I like uh, their protestations. I like uh, uh, members of um, um, uh, of the Irish uh, Parliament. Is that what it is? The Irish Parliament. <laughs> um, they're, they're political leaders uh, speaking out. So that's fucking totally awesome, man. And uh, yeah, other than that, that's it, man. So. Uh, Let's continue with these uh, shout-outs there. So, yeah, um, Chris Lomelli, thank you very much. 
Snapchat, Slapchat, and, uh, you know, Facebook, FB, Beto Duran. Hell yeah, dog. Fucking, we're going to have him on this podcast, man. He's a fucking totally cool guy. Um, great insight in the world of sports, but also is a Mexican-American dude, man. Fucking very uh, hardworking, uh, beautiful work ethic, man. So we're going to have, have him on, um, and we're going to um, um, I'm gonna get in contact with him today, too. Oh, and shout out to the homegirl, Twat Wolf. Um, happy birthday to her. I think her birthday was Monday, uh, this week. So, uh, if you guys don't know who Twat Wolf is, you should check her out on, um, on, uh, Instagram. Dude, bottom line, to me, I mean, I know there's a lot of funny comedian girls, you know, like, you know, the ones that they put up there that are, like, super famous and, like, you know, compelling, unwittingly funny, striking, hilarious. Yeah, whatever. Uh, to me, the funniest uh, women to ever li- live are like ladies like uh, uh, Moms Mabley. Uh, Roseanne is a very funny woman. Phyllis Diller, the absolute best. And uh, this uh, uh, young lady that I'm uh, mentioning right now, Twat Wolf, she's not even a stand-up comedian. She just like posts pictures on Instagram and has like the most hilarious captions I have ever read in my life. And you should check her out, man, and follow her on uh, on um, Instagram, man. So uh, her name's Twat Wolf. Dude, hilarious shit, dog. Like, putaso Mondays and, like, a bunch of cool-ass shit, dude. A bunch of bitching cultural shit. And I met her, like, over a year ago um, at this Legacy uh, Hurley uh, little car show in uh, Costa Mesa. And it was funny because... Um, I went up to her and said, hey, you know, remember me? And I was like, you know, uh, you know, we mentioned you on the, on, uh, Felipe's IG and one of your homies came out to see the show and oh yeah. And then we started chopping it up and, uh, um, and, uh, we, I think she coined a term that day, Cholo, Choloology, dude, Choloisms. And we we're talking a bunch, a bunch of uh, cultural stuff, like how Cholos became to be and stuff and being ex-service members. And she's going to be on the podcast too. I've heard her up. We just, dude, like this last week, last two weeks I've been under the fucking weather feeling all fucked up and weird with like fucking, you know. Just like digestion problems, just like going to the bathroom too much. Don't need to get into it, but you know, just give you a little, uh, a little something, something of what's been going on. So yeah, man, shout out to her. Happy birthday, Twat Wolf. Keep shining, and uh, shout out to Renee Floyd. Uh, we'll catch you in the next time, homie. Um, he got caught up, had to go do some things. We weren't able to go to Sty- uh, Styles Spiral Diner and hang out across the street. So it's all good. Next time, big dog, Joaquin Maya. Shout out to you, Chinguin One, the Brown LeBron Ski. Shout out to you. And shout out to El Pariente, my homie, who lives up the street, Junior Rodarte. Keep shining, dog. You got your little license now as a framer and shit. So get up on that, dude. And shout out to the homeboy, Rigo91, man. Hell yeah, man fucking bakersfield and which reminds me dude because he's been trying to get me to do some rooms out there in bakersfield i called the um the uh venues but they don't want to do a show with me because i'm not a name and obviously i can't you know i'm not that much of a draw so i'm proposing this to you guys on the yeah man podcast yeah man podcast listeners um i'm thinking about just doing a fucking living room tour like i will go to your house set up a little tour excuse me maybe like a little weekend banger like thursday friday saturday and uh, on my way back Sunday, and just like go up and around the coast, like four dates or something like that. If you got a living room, if you can gather 20 or more people, let's do a reasonable ticket price. You take care of it, you pay me, and fucking I'll be able to sell my little merchandise. And let's do it DIY, do it yourself. I mean, shit, if real clubs ain't fucking with me, I mean, let's do it like that. Let's build something together, man. This is for us. This ain't for me, this ain't for you, this is for us. Everybody together, man. We can all shine. And um, yeah, man, if you really want to see my fucking stand up and uh, 
and uh, we can do it, man. So uh, let's do that, man. If you guys are interested, and that's uh, directly to you, Rigo, since you know you hit me up with all that stuff, you know, needing to come out there, and um, let's do it, man. If you guys are ready to do it, dude. If you guys are willing to do it, man. And um, got some, you know, my dates are coming up. I got some other ones coming up, and let's fill up the fucking calendar in between. Also, shout out to Edwin and Brandon who came out to the Addison show. Uh, you guys are representing out there in Texas from. Um, Baldwin Park in Inglewood. That's what's up. Pleasure talking to you guys, man. Pleasure hearing about your uh, your industry that you guys work in now. And pleasure hearing that you guys like in and out just as much as I do. <laughs> pleasure talking to you guys, man. Hell yeah, man. So yeah, man. Oh, and uh, podcast listeners, uh, we have a show. I have a show on Monday, coming up this Monday, the 21st of uh, November. And it's uh, at Flappers in Burbank at the Yoohoo Room. I know some people already hit me up on Twitter saying, hey, dog, we got the tickets full. We're going to see you. Keep shining. Thank you very much for getting those fucking tickets, man. Mad respect. So we're going to be there. As show starts at 730. I think that's the time doors are. show starts at uh, 8. And maybe show might start at 730. I don't fucking know. But just be there by 7, dude. Just to be cool. Fucking hang the fuck out. Grab a little drink. And we'll have a little sesh after you guys are down. You know, whoever the fuck's down. I don't know what the fuck's going to happen. We're just going to go over there. We're going to have fun. We're going to have uh, Gracie Armijo hosting. We're going to have Johnny Roque. Might have a little another little guest spot. I think Martin Amini is going to come down from D.C. He's here now. So, yeah, man, I'm going to go up last to about 30 minutes, maybe 40, man, 45. Let's see what the fuck happens. We're going to have fun. And I just want to fucking shoot from the hip, fucking speak from the heart, and tell jokes from the heart, and just come at you like a real motherfucking human being, man. You know what I mean? Bring you some fucking entertainment and shit. That way we can fucking keep fucking rocking on all sides and shit. You know what I'm saying? Like Joe Diaz says, we're going to fucking keep rocking till the wheels fall off, cocksucker. And shout out to fucking Coco and Lee Syatt uh, for having us on the Church of What's Happening Now. And it's fucking cool, man, because, dude, that fucking episode got over 250,000 downloads, man. Fucking all these people have been adding me on fucking Instagram and shit and on Slapchat. <laughs> Slapchat. <laughs> and it's fucking cool, man. I had fun. You know what I mean? Um, I, it's a fucking honor to even be asked to be on the show along with Felipe and it was fucking cool. We had fun fucking, we munched a little bit, we fucking puffed a little bit and it was fucking totally fucking cool, man. Love those dudes. Mad respect to the church of what's happening now. Shout out to 5150 Nation with Corey Holcomb and them. It's Trina now. And, uh, yeah, man, that's all the shout outs I fucking got, man. So, uh, yeah, this, uh, next gentleman coming up, our guest, uh, today is, uh, is a very talented dude, man. Um, I've known him already for about five years. He's really cool. Um, I, I like Flaco because he's like the non-traditional Mexican in the sense that um, Homeboy has a, a condition. It's called uh, Marfan's Marfan's uh, syndrome, and uh, and he he talks about it there, and he talks about his struggles going up growing up and uh he's a cool dude he's from east los angeles he understands spanish but doesn't really speak it himself but it goes to show that like not all mexicans speak spanish and i don't i'm not one of those mexicans that's like gets on people to not pronounce their name right or uh or just because you don't speak spanish you're not mexican i'm not into that bullshit dude i'm not into no fighting none of that shit none of that fucking crap dude i'm just in here to fucking talk and have a fucking conversation and be a cool motherfucker just like joe cool as i mentioned earlier you know what i mean fucking have fun dude live this fucking life to the fullest dude be positive you know what i'm saying <laughs> or those uh or those uh mexican dudes that get mad at people that say the n-word and shit you know what i mean unless you're jewish it's negotiate you know so yeah man, i'm just about having fun dude and one thing is uh flaco's a cool motherfucker dog i've had fun with this fool we went to tj one time and it's funny, we uh, we didn't even talk about it on the podcast. After these shows that we did uh, with Felipe, we went over the next day, and we fucking hung out there for like 10 hours at the Hong Kong Strip Club. We didn't do nothing crazy. 
we were just at the, he was at the strip club just spending dollars it was awesome and uh yeah we're there all fucking night dude it was it's a trip because the hong kong strip club it's fully nude but the 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 strip thing in the back like it's like a little island with a pole like they have like every two hours they have like a, a girl on girl show and it's a trip because they just you know they put uh, shaving cream on themselves they do their little acts and stuff and just tossing dollars dude and i was uh, i was all sober because I was the one that uh, was driving. Well, I mean, I didn't drive to the border. Fuck that. We parked on the other side. And uh, what the cool thing is, we went to uh, Tacos Guanajuato, which is, to me, probably the best tacos I ever hit, had in my life. And those tacos, the reason I know about those is because of another homie, uh, Cisco, a comedian. He uh, he um, uh, recommended those. And I went to TJ with one, one time. And he's like, he's like no, bro, you got to try them, bro. And I fucking tried them. I was like, God damn, these are good, dog. Even if they're made out of dog, Woof. <laughs> I'm fucking with you. So yeah, man, Flacco's a solid dude, man. He's a funny comedian. Um, and uh, I hope you guys enjoy this. I know, in fact, I know you guys are gonna enjoy this. So, ladies and gentlemen, check out Isaac Flaco Martinez. Yeah, man. Burden down, down by the riverside, down by the riverside, down by the riverside. I'm gonna lay my burden down, down by the riverside. What up, dude? Yeah, what's up, dude? No, like I was saying before, I heard all those vine people that used to do vine used to live on vine like <laughs> that was fool. like a thing they would buy like a little loft on vine or apartments whatever the fuck they have on so there. what the fuck they gonna move now dude they ain't no twitter street <laughs> instagram ave facebook facebook uh, live avenue facebook street yeah <laughs> fucking a dude fucking flaco what up dog how you What's been dude? Going on? up and down all around been a while I mean? right we've been trying to fucking get this together for a fucking long time i know right so i've been kind of busy i guess yeah you know, finally <laughs> uh paths been crossing but you've been uh busy the last month though right you've been going back and forth to arizona doing shows you've been doing shows with dude, the great paul rodriguez going to arizona man why like, on top of the racism and all that shit like i have a warrant out there for at night. This was it on top of the racism, dude. Did racism <laughs> no, cause a could, warrant or what? No, dude, you could feel that shit out there, bro. Yeah? Yeah, fuck yeah. Like, you're like just out there and like... But you go and hang out too, though, right? That's why. I kick it, dude. Because yeah. I'm straight to hotel room, to the venue, go back, fuck all that. No, I like going to the restaurants, checking out what they have to eat there. Like, I know, they because <laughs> they even give us comp food at our hotel, but I'm like, right. ah, like I don't want to go to the hotel. I want to check out what people eat out there. Like, don't See what's there. cracking in the town? Yeah. And, wh- and what specific part of Arizona? What city? Uh, wow, fuck. Where you felt all the fucking the tension or the vibe that wasn't fucking uh, gelling with fucking Flacco in his world. Nah, man, I'm gonna say what part because it was because we've been all over Arizona. It was just you just feel like the the difference. Like you feel like okay, like like yeah, like we were like in a room with like white people and like they didn't even say anything wrong or like anything bad or anything. Just the vibe was off or what? Yeah, it was just like. Okay, Mexicans are here. Like, yeah, like, okay, like, you know, and like they sat in their section and we sat in ours. And damn, yeah, and like, this is not at shows, this is just at, at establishments and shit. Yeah, this was just at a businesses. Restaurant. All right, there you yeah, go. Yeah, like, I mean, and there was no, like, you know, no one said anything bad, but you just, it just felt like, I don't know, maybe it was me, but I felt <laughs> it. I felt it. And, yeah, actually, another comics, actually, the one I was with, one of the headliners said something like kind really? of rude. Oh, to them or about <laughs> yeah, the circumstance? Because, yeah, yeah, like, uh, like he was putting salsa on his plate and then uh, a white person said, oh, like, you know, 
be careful there. And then, like, he said, like, oh, I know what's up. And then, like, he looked at me and another comic and said, that's how white people say, go fuck yourself. And I was like, oh, Damn. my God. Like, but, like, I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> and so that I didn't go that far. I was just like, okay, I feel the tension. But, like, I guess he felt it so bad that he can say something. I was just like, whoa. Like, Damn, man. They're probably just expressing their love for Taco Tuesday on a Saturday. I know. For reals, right? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, dude, like, I mean, you're a Mexican dude. You're, um, you know, Mexican-American. Uh, but you don't speak Spanish, right? But you pretty much grew up in, like, what would you say? A Mexican-American house, Chicano house, Pocho house? What type no, of house? you know what? I, I speak Spanish. I always tell You understand people, it, right? I, I mean, like, when I was younger, I spoke it all the time because my grandmother spoke Spanish, and that's who raised me. Like, I, I was really fluent in Spanish growing up. You just didn't use it anymore growing up and kind of faded yeah, away. like, when she passed away, like, you know, rest in peace, and, like, you know, I stopped using it. Like, I could still, I'm pretty sure, like, you know, if I, you know, like, I'm around it, like, I get back into it. Because, yeah, like, I, I understand it. You just have to use it. You got to yeah, exercise when it. When I start talking about it, like, I chop my words up, but then again, I mess up English, so, like, you know, like <laughs> It doesn't, yeah, I can't find English words all the time in my head either. Oh, right. I thought for some reason you didn't know uh, Spanish whatsoever, dude. I, I make it come off like that just because it's like, it's a bitch, man. Like, just talk to me. Like, <laughs> like English no, is hard enough for me. Like, And that's on, what I'm man. saying as far as it being an issue. Like, you know, you're saying about that salsa thing, you know, hom homie was getting mad, the other comedian. But um, some Mexicans are very political in the, pack, in the fact that uh, if you don't know Spanish, then you're not a real Mexican or you're not representing right. And why don't you know Spanish? You know oh, what I mean? Yeah, you yeah. start getting that type of... Uh, that like inner like racial element like you know what I mean yeah there's inner that. fighting because of some little dopey ass fucking language barrier you know what I just found that was a thing the mayor like, not exist what happened that uh like when when uh, someone speaks Spanish and they talk to you in Spanish and you talk to them in English it's really rude like you know like oh okay yeah whether like, if you I, don't speak if you don't reply in Spanish then that's not rude but it's also how can it be rude if you don't know how to respond back in Spanish you know what I mean or yeah, English but like if you do though like to to like yeah like that's what I because I didn't know that but I heard because yeah one of my friends was like I was trying to talk to them in Spanish and they just started talking to me in English and like and like they got mad yeah they got mad it's like what the heck because like their their first language is like Spanish and it was just like I didn't know that was an, an issue thing. yeah like I was like. Which, but I heard it more than once. So. Oh, it's trippy. No, I've heard that too because, like, my name's Rodrigo, dude. And right away, somebody would try to call me Rodrigo or yeah. try to give it, you know what I mean? But like, hey, no, my name's Rodrigo. Oh, no, no, your name's Rodrigo, bro. And it's yeah. like, eh, whatever, right? Cool. But I don't get hung up. I'm not going to trip on it. To me, yeah. it's like not an issue, but it's like, I don't know. Not that it's. um. It's not an issue for me. Like, honestly, all it is is leverage. I'm like, like if I'm in a conversation, like, like you know, like my ammo is English. Like, I know right. more, like, words. I know I can, like, think quicker with yeah. what I say. Like, if we started talking Spanish, I'm like, I feel like I'm gonna be taken. Like, you, you know, get like, hung up. But it's also too. But it's like they make it. They make it an issue. They come back. You know, is that why does it have to be that way? It's like just this flow and move on, especially within ourselves. You know. I mean, everybody can make an issue of anything. That's you know, that's what people do. And uh, like, but you know, is like, that being said, have you ever have you ever experienced racism yourself, um, by white people towards you? I mean, except for this little uh, you know, little incidents in uh, Arizona, Arizona these last couple of weeks or whatnot. I mean. You know, like you want to say, yeah, but then like. I have you ever been called a beaner by a white person? Have I ever been called a beaner? No, I don't well, think fucking so. Fucking spick or it. whatever. No, like, I think people. Greasy Mexican. Uh, you know what? Because people look at me, they don't. The first thing they don't think is Mexican. The first thing is like this skinny one. Skinny yeah, dude. like you know, like like there's so many more insults that hit their <laughs> their like head before like Mexican even comes into play. That's like, funny, dude. Yeah, exactly. I have the glasses. They, dude, they go like you know. Like, yeah, because I ne I've never been. I've never experienced any of that shit. I've only experienced like bullshit from people that are Mexican, dude. And it's pretty much never happened to me in school. A little bit, 
um, like, you know, not even grade school, but more like high school, not in college. And then when I became a comic. And for some reason, I feel like Mexican racism isn't as hard, like, or the words aren't, like, you know, no one, like, yeah. you're a beaner, like, oh, okay, my friends call me all the time, who cares, like, you know, like. Take it with a grain of salt or whatever. Yeah, like, you know, like, you, you probably try to get pissed off if it's, like, a white person, oh, you called me a beaner, I'm gonna, but, like. Honestly, I'm gonna like, fuck him up, well, fuck him up then. Yeah. No, because like, I'll get in trouble. Like, honestly, <laughs> would you really get mad? It's kind of like, uh, oh, you're saying I eat beans, like, that's funny. It'll like, depend you know. on the fucking situation, too, but, I mean, I mean, are you really gonna fucking throw down and go to jail, you know what I mean? Yeah, like you know, fuck that, dude. Because I can say white bread all day, like white person, like. You well, know, yeah, like, it's kind of uh, funny because I guess we don't realize uh, how much you know. I mean, I don't use it in my act, but I mean, there's a lot of dudes that you know, white people this, white people that. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's, yeah. I mean, you could look at it as a thing of uh, you know sitting in their shoes, like reverse racism, I guess, right? Yeah, like if someone said I could see, like, or if someone calls me racism or a racist, I'd be like. I'm not, but I could see why you say that. Like, you know, like, like, you know, like that's what I would say. I'm not, I'm not racist, but I could see why you would say that. Like, Instead of like defending yourself, like, yeah, fuck you, like, I'm not racist. How could I be racist? I'm yeah, Mexican or whatever. Yeah, I just talk really fucked up sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> so that, in, but uh, did you feel, so the tension that you were feeling in Arizona, you felt it? You think it's a reflection of like all that stuff that's been happening lately? Um, I, don't, I forgot what the name of that law was where they're going to be starting deporting people and whatnot. And that was going back a couple uh, years ago already, right? Maybe, you know, because, like, I mean, that has to do something to the people there. Like, it has to, like, you know, change Especially if you don't have papers or if yeah. you're uh, undocumented. Because me, like, I'm one of those people, I don't use the term, uh, what, what's it called? Like, I don't use, like, you know, um, it's derogatory, wetback or they're uh, illegal alien. Because I don't, I think they ha you have to notice that there's a crime going on first. And if they're undocumented, how would you, they have to be documented first to commit a crime. And they'll be, oh, no, no, just the fact that they're here are legally, yeah. But, you know, you they're undocumented. They're, like, under the radar. You don't even know they're here. Even though you do see them. But, I mean, unless you're going to really find out if they have papers or not a documentation, you can't really tell. And dude, that sucks too. Cause like, like for example, I just lost my fucking ID and wallet. And <laughs> shit. You're gonna be like Cheech and born in the East LA, dude. Dude, I, been, <laughs> I went to Arizona with no like ID, no identification. No ID. What's up? Were you scared like, a little bit or what? Oh yeah, I still have that warrant there for pissing in public with just a stupid bullshit. Law. Yeah, but they threw me in jail for it, and. I had to go back. Like, I swear, like, I was telling, like, whoever was driving, don't speed, please. Like, you know, <laughs> Be very like, cautious. Yeah, like, that 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 weekend when I was in Arizona, I did stay in the hotel. I didn't go out, like. After you got busted. Yeah, after I got busted. Like, and yeah. why'd you get busted pissing, though? And I was, was it? I well, was drunk, and I just. And what was the charge, actually? Just a. Uh, uh, peeing in public but they said too that i got lucky because they could have like hiked that up to like a sexual right right if you're like around a school or something there's different which was like a college around there too so i don't know like i mean yeah they could have they could have twisted stuff around. right like, and I, got off, dicks. I got off light with the they must have not been super busy that night though just to get you for pissing in public isn't there like bar brawls and shit like that going on over there I mean, like, I, I I, don't remember any fights going on. All I remember <laughs> is, like... Fight to zip up my pants, eh? Yeah, I remember, like, you know, like, having to use the restroom and then relieving myself on the tree. <laughs> and the next thing I knew, like, all these lights and four cops around me. Like, oh, so they got you quick. Yeah, like, they like let, let, they let me finish. And, like, you oh, know, like, my God, dude. Yeah, they cuffed me. That's kind of sick. I don't know why would, like, you know, whose job that was, but... Did they let you uh, zip up before they cuffed you? Yeah, yeah. They, oh, okay, like, yeah, so it was all civil? Yeah, they're like... 
get a zip up, you're going to jail. And I was kind of like, oh, come on, I'm going to talk myself out of this. Ah, nah. dick. Like, if like, the gab didn't work this time. Yeah, I was like, dick, for peeing? You can't throw someone in jail for peeing. And like, <laughs> they don't do this in LA, bro. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was saying. But I guess I heard someone said that, yeah, they do too. But like, <laughs> yeah, I guess it's just, you know, fucking uh, luck of the draw or, you know, being at the, pissing at the wrong place at the wrong time. I mean, I would never have done it when I was young because I could hold it, but I'm getting older now, dude. Like, it's like, <laughs> full, know, like dog. What do you got to walk it off? Coffee hits you, dude. Oh, my like, God. <laughs> I have a quick question, though. Um, so what the fuck led up to you getting fucking uh, picked up for that, dude? What are you doing? I was drunk, walking out of the club. <laughs> you know what was How drunk, dude? though, dude? Uh, you know how drunk I was? I was FaceTiming somebody. Like, and I guess, like, I was trying to be all, like, on the down low that, like, oh, I'm not partying, whatever. <laughs> this fool. And then, like, my I friend, told you not to party, dog. And I was hushing, <laughs> I was hushing my friends around and like, shh, like, you know, like, they're not, you're not supposed to be here. And, like, my friends are like, dude, you're using FaceTime. Like, and they could see everything. Like, you know, like, <laughs> yeah, so I was that drunk. And then they, they left and left me alone. And I, yeah, they couldn't find me until the next day when I called from a Starbucks. I'm like. Dude, come pick me up. I just got out of jail. <laughs> like, yeah, dude, it was that was one of the. And where did they throw you in the fucking drunk tank? No, just a little holding cell by yourself. Yeah, Damn. yeah, really uncomfortable, mad. I mean, like, I mean, all bitching about it. Like, man, next time they better have a good bed for me. Or <laughs> fucking lucky, Sheriff <laughs> Joe didn't get you, dude. Yeah, I seen those like billboards everywhere. He has his own troubles now. Shit. Yeah, what's that? I mean, I don't know, some I, bullshit that they um they got him on violating uh, civil rights of. Uh, of the uh, prisoners uh, being in tanks or uh, in tents in the little tent cities and stuff. Oh like yeah, that. tent city. Yeah, that's what they were telling me. I was like, so, yeah, uh, I didn't go there. Yeah, and then there's uh, supposedly some dude. Supposedly, from what I just little quick little briefs that I read in the newspaper while I was there, and uh, that he's getting challenged for his uh, sheriff post, and actually I think he's gonna get defeated this time around. So. Oh, fine. Well, I yeah, mean, so who's do you know who's coming up? No, nah, I don't know if it's fucking uh, who 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 the. Uh, the she, um the challenger is they should get a bicep to do it dude <laughs> this fool they, um huh go they, for it dude they can't do that right like you have to like be or is oh, that yeah. just for president or that's all oh that's i think for pretty much no i think uh in the congress and the senate you can be an immigrant yeah yeah but you know you you're all your ducks have to be in line as far as the documentation and whatnot you know being a legal citizen yeah but it'd be good to have someone on their side talking you know <laughs> and where'd you grow up fool for uh all the listeners that you know want to know uh, the history of the Flaco. City Terrace, dude. So White City Terrace, like... Kurtz and Whiteside. Damn, dude. Fucking right there, pinpoint location. Yeah. Is your family from there? Like your grandma and all that? Generations uh, or what? My grandfather moved my my family, or I guess like his family there. Like my mom was... Uh, I believe my mom was like four when they moved into the house that I grew up in. Really? Yeah. So like we had the house for a while. And then the big short came out. And then we went through all that shit. <laughs> this fool. <laughs> but yeah, so now that they're in Alhambra, we're in Hollywood right here in my apartment. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, man. And what's up with the, wh- where'd your family come from? Uh, So my grandmother and grandfather, my grandfather came from um, Juarez and my grandmother was from Chihuahua. Oh, damn. And yeah, from what I understand, the story of how they like, got like married or whatever and like came over here was um my grandmother's like dad was pretty crazy like you know like if she came home late like you know beat her ass so one time they had gone out and it was late and she was like afraid to go home and like my grandmother was like well just go with me to america we'll take off and oh like being like his boyfriend her boyfriend yeah like you know if you go home he's gonna beat your ass and you know 
and then like she was like well if he's a if my father if my father is home then i'll like i'll go with you but if he's not i'll just go home and like but she wanted like my dad or my, my grandfather my grandfather to go check so my grandfather goes check and he's not there like his truck's not there mm-hmm. but he wanted my grandmother to take off with him so he lied and said that oh yeah like he's there like, oh you know, this like, fool and your you mommy your grandmother off. already had kids and stuff no no, no oh no, oh but she was yeah. married no, this is when they first met. Like, oh, yeah. so she was. Oh, her. Yeah, you're talking her about her going, dad. Yeah, her dad. Her dad was the one that used to beat her ass and all yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. He was getting all drunk and shit too, or what? Uh, yeah, I'm. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Like, oh, so he lied to her to get her his little princess, and then they bolted out to 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 yeah. Like, I I know they moved around like from like Texas down to California and all that stuff. Did they have any family and shit, or they just did it fucking just? They started their go. family here. Um, like there, like, my grandfather was like the first one here. And then, like, they started having, like, family come over and, like... After? Yeah, trickling from El Paso. Like, you know, like, some, a lot of them still in El Paso. Oh, yeah, dude. Yeah. Be some fucking relatives on the floor and shit around the fucking yeah. um, holidays. <laughs> and your uh, grandfather, is that the one that you said that was super cool? Used to take you to school? Used to drink beer? You guys used to go to the racetrack all day? He that one? He didn't drink, but, yeah, he would pull me out of school to take me to the racetrack. I was, like, probably, like, seven, eight years old. And, like, yeah, like, I had a gift, dude. He knew it. He believed in me. <laughs> and a gift is what? Like knowing how to gamble already or picking good numbers or or horses or what? Yeah, picking horses. I knew about odds. Like I knew about odds. Like I learned odds at a young age. How I, old were you, fool? I was like six or seven Like when I started learning about like exactly how the, the odds work and how the And money. how the fuck did you learn that? Where were, where were you at? What the fuck went down? Well, dude? because like I would have like a racing program and they would say like five to one like versus like, you know, five to two and like. So I started dividing, like, you know, like, like I kind of, like, you know, realized what that meant. Like, when you bet this much money, you get this much back. Fucking flaco Maddox over here. Yeah, so, like, I had learned how to read at the racetrack, too. Like, I would, like, you know, like, read the program and, like, you know, they would read the horse's name. And I'm like, oh, that's how you say that word. And Oh, damn. Yeah, dude, like, I got my education at the racetrack. But, like, yeah, my grandfather would go and, like, just, like, you know, tell, like, oh, like, you know, he's feeling sick. We can't pick him up. And, like, <laughs> Are you like, serious? Yeah. And dude. was he taking you to hang out with you or was he taking because you knew the odds? Uh, he would take me because, yeah, like, both. Like, you know, like, he knew, like, it was basically he hung out with me and he knew if he gave me money, like, I might make something that might not, you know? <laughs> like, but, yeah, dude, like, one of the craziest stories was, like, for some reason, like, I just wanted these two horses that were our long shots. Like, at the ninth race, the last race, I was, like, probably, like, about eight years old at the time. Damn. Eight years old. We're at the Fairplex. That's where the in Pomona. In Pomona, I've been there, dude. And like, I've seen horse races there. Yeah, one one horse was like thirty to one, and the other one was fifty to one. But God I couldn't damn. get out of my. I wanted those two fucking horses. So mad long shots. Mad long shots, and like I tell my uncle, like you know, rest in peace, Uncle Dave, what I wanted, and he's like, okay, yeah, yeah, whatever. He's like, I'm not gonna get him that. And like, <laughs> you know, like my grandfather's, like, oh, I'll get it from. Don't be a dick. Like, you know, like, might come in. Sure enough, it comes in. It ends up paying like $1,500. God damn, are you serious? Yeah, like, I think 3000 because we had, like, I had, like, I wanted, like, four bucks on it. Like, you know, like. God damn. So, yeah, I'm all thinking, oh, hell yeah, I'm going to make, like, you know, I'm going to have money. Like, you know, nice little cut. Nintendos and stuff like that. Who said Nintendos? Yeah, like, yeah, that's what I was thinking. Was Mike Tyson punch out? Like, you know, I'm going to buy a bunch of them. Dunk cut and shit. Finally get the gun, dog. Uh, that's what I, was, I swear those are the thoughts that were going in my head I was like oh man I'm gonna find out what a Sega is too it's on <laughs> fucking hedgehog so, over here yeah he tells me he doesn't buy the, he didn't get the ticket my grandfather's pissed off at him cussing him out like this and that oh your uncle didn't get it he didn't get what the a ticket. fucking loser dog he didn't get the ticket man he didn't buy the ticket and like, you hit those you guys would've hit that fat if you would've got it oh yeah bro oh yeah. my god it like, dude it was, so yeah. this is like the story that never happened huh 
pretty much. But like, I mean, yeah, that was like, yeah, I had the gift, bro. <laughs> That's cool. And you guys ever hit it big, dude? Uh, my grandfather would hit pretty big. Like he would hit the pick six, pick sixes every now and then. And what's like, that? Like you, you pick six horses from six different races consecutively. Really, and then yeah. they all six of those all win something. Six of them, like all six of them go in first, and you shut the fuck up. Yeah, he would hit that, bro. Dude, how the fuck do you fucking do that shit? He'd study, bro. Like he's he'd been there like for years. I'm pretty sure. Like he just he developed like a a, a, a sixth sense or something. You know, like, it is full. Yeah, I mean, he he used to go every dude like every day that were open. Really? So yeah, not even like every weekend, just every like Wednesday through through Sunday. That's when they were open. I know they were closed Monday, Tuesday. Right now, <laughs> is there a season when they run, or it's all year? Uh, they go different places, so they go yeah, because like, it's like a, they tour, right? Yeah, yeah. So there's always it's always going on somewhere. Because around here in LA area, it's the Pomona Fairplex, Santa Anita, and there's another one, right? It used to be Hollywood. Yeah, uh, there. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, it used to be the Hollywood Park. Yeah, we used to go there too, bro. We used to go Del Mar. Oh, so we three. To, yeah, Del Mar. Okay, because there used to be a skate. There used to be a skate. Um, the one in San a Diego. Skate park. No, the one in San. It's a or by San Diego. Del right, Mar. right, right. Yeah. But yeah, dude, I, I love the ponies, man. <laughs> you go by yourself now or what, fool? Uh, you know what? Like, I haven't gone in a while. Like, we because like my grandfather was the one that would like push us to go and like you know. So since like yeah like he kind of passed we like you know like we go like in his memory sometimes and every now and then, but yeah man like I was yeah I was a little kid dude like just I had like uh, my my favorite jockeys like uh, Lafitte Pinquet was like my, growing up that was like my like everyone like oh I love Michael Jordan I love Fernando and nah, dude Lafitte Pinquet maybe three hundred bucks last night bro are like, you serious I love that guy yeah where's man. that fool from. Uh, I mean, I don't know. Like, I'm pretty sure he's from Mexico or something. But there's a tiny little dude. Those huh? little guys, dude. I remember one time, dude. Like when Did I, I bought, when I bought my Nintendo, he won seven races in one one day. Or you, your grandfather did? No, that La dude, Lafitte K. And like I cashed in that day because I was always betting on him. Shut the fuck up. I bought my Nintendo. That's when I bought the Mike Tyson punch out. <laughs> Damn, dude. About that cash, bro. Fucking Sandman's gonna get beat up, dude. Yeah. And um. Yeah, because I, I don't know any, like, fucking jockey names. Oh, I mean, yeah, I, mean I just remember that movie fucking Seabiscuit. That's about it. You know, Seabiscuit. It's, like, it's funny because, like, growing up, like, we had our own Seabiscuit. We had a we had two horses. We had Sunday Silence and <laughs> Easy Goer, dude. And I saw, I saw, I got to see them race one time live. And it was crazy, dude. They went neck and neck for a good half mile. Shut like, just the fuck till up. Till the end, bro. It was, like, the most exciting thing I've ever seen. Like, I mean, like, horse racing rides. I was like, Yeah, wow. I've seen horse racing at the Fairplex, but I don't. I don't remember the specific type of horses, but I mean, I remember they always had like cool little names like that. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's all Greek to me, and like, yeah, yeah, like crazy, <laughs> like, no, yeah. That's a crazy little name, man. Fuck, especially if you're a chick, eh? <laughs> this fool, <laughs> or a dude, dog. <laughs> That's funny. Man. And what's up with East LA? So you grew up in City Terrace, and I know like a lot of people that are come from East LA. Not it doesn't seem like you know the younger generation, but like the older dudes. There's always an issue with like what East LA is or what belongs to East LA. Yeah. Separation between like Boyle Heights or yeah. even Monterey Park, but even some old school dudes, hey, Monterey Park's East LA, bro. I don't care what you say. Or, you know, City Terrace is East LA, you know what I mean? It confuses me too. No, because there's, there's an actual East LA, I believe, like next to Boyle Heights. And like that's what they consider East LA. And then there's Boyle Heights and Montebello. And there you go. Montebello is its own little city. Yeah. Now, is City Terrace its own little city or is that East LA? Like, I mean, it's east of L.A., so, like, I mean, but, I mean, it is its little city. It's, like, City Terrace. Okay. But then, like, too, when we write our mail, we wouldn't write City Terrace. We would write Los Angeles. Okay, you wouldn't even write East L.A., right? Yeah, no, it would write Los Angeles. L.A. Yeah, L.A. 90063. There you go. Yeah. (laughs) 
And have you ever run into those uh, dudes that get political on what is East LA or whatever? Get Back those... in the day, more I would say. Now really? I think like if I hear it, I just kind of like avoid it. Like you know, I'm like, oh, I don't want to hear this shit again. Like, <laughs> Like, I don't really care, like you know. Yeah, because like, I've noticed, like, it's funny you say back in the day, but I've noticed it's with the older people get more like political about it, and like even like I remember going to a little house party doing comedy in Montebello, and there was this older dude saying, "No, no, 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 Boyle Heights is Boyle Heights; it's its own separate entity." And like you know, he's sort of it's not Cesar Chavez; it's Brooklyn. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. dude, they get, they get stuck on those old ass names too, yeah, dog. Get out of here, man. Does that does that does that bug you, or you don't even give a fuck? I mean, I laugh at it. I don't like you know, like I don't try to argue it be just, part of the uh, debate or yeah, whatever like no i feel it's like oh, dude, i can give a fuck like yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah i have bigger fish to fry or <laughs> <laughs> and which ones are those dog know, right <laughs> <laughs> that's funny dude and how was it what, what schools did you go to right over there dude i went to a shitload of schools <laughs> and why is that just because well, getting because, in trouble or what no because i mean i grew up with the marfan you know I, I told yeah you you're the like, marfan syndrome yeah, like you talked heart. about it on the what's up full podcast yeah you can explain that real quick for everybody it's like you know like you you it's a heart problem basically like you know like a condition a heart condition that you know my mom was kind of like she didn't know much about it so it kind of freaked her out so she would always try to put me in the safest school and like I went from school. To, I I remember. I don't think I finished a whole school year until I was in junior high. Are you serious? Yeah, I would always like just break off like like half a year here, half a year there, like, and yeah, I remember. Uh, I actually went to a blind school because she thought that would be safe. <laughs> which <laughs> my fucking all bumping into your ass. Yeah, dog. no, what you would think would be safe, but I ended up getting into more fights at that school than any other with blind fools. Dude, those kids were angry, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Those kids were like pissed See what happens when you can't the see the world, future, dog? <laughs> and they had attitude. Are like, you serious with the little what? sticks and everything? With yeah, the little red dude, Indian? Like, what are you talking to? Like, what the fuck? Like, yeah. Are man. you because I've seen uh, when I was a kid, but it's because this other dude was fucking with one. Homeboy poked him with a stick, but he poked him right in the fucking eye, dog. He knew how to I was fucking you know use that. Yeah, man. They, they got a little sixth sense of their own, dude. That fucking <laughs> shit tripped me out. Yeah, no, I remember, bro, like, they, there was always, okay, because growing up, I remember, like, at, at an elementary, like, in East LA, like, 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 <laughs> I went to Harrison, like, so, I, there, was, there was fights, like, I remember, like, and I would get into a fight, like, probably once every month, like, in Harrison, like, maybe twice, like, twice a month. At that school, there was, like, I remember I had to fight, like, every day. Dude. The blind school? <laughs> yes, dude, and, and it was just, like. And would you fuck around, like, going back to the school that you went to previously to the blind school, did you get into trouble or people fucking with you because you were skinny and shit and thinking yeah. they can get one over on you? Because I remember first hanging out with you and shit, I would grab you by the knee and you'd kind of, like, shoo me away. <laughs> and I'd say, hey, fucker, stop it, dog. And I was like, I was like, dude, this motherfucker's kind of strong. You got that little retard strength, dude. I mean, like, yeah. Dude, and I can like, see, like, you know, you growing up, you know, some people fucking with you because, oh, he's skinny, let's go fuck him. Fuck and sock him in the ribs real quick or something, yeah, you know, I mean, fuck up his a, hair. I didn't. I mean, I was a little kid. I didn't know how, sm how skinny I was. You know what I, mean? <laughs> like, I didn't realize. And then, like, I didn't like. I mean, like, I used to get into a lot of fights. It wasn't until like the weight, kind of like the weight, you know, where where it started making a like a big difference between like you know like my weight and their weight. When and I people, was, kids started getting bigger. They were yeah, like bigger, like, big, I, physically bigger than you. Yeah, like in high school, I kind of like started realizing like, yeah, I had to like, kind of like, okay, you know, this isn't as smart as it was when I was younger. Like, you know. Like, <laughs> But yeah, so, but I, I mean, you know, like when you're a fucking, you know, a kid, whatever, like, you don't want no one fucking with you. you used to, I mean, I used to watch Karate Kid left and right. So right? <laughs> this fool, fucking Danielson yeah, over here, dog. Yeah, like, I'd pretend I knew karate and fucking, you know, <laughs> my bones hurt, bro. Yeah, but you were defending <laughs> yourself, though, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I wasn't like a bully or anything. Like, right. You know, like, Standing your but, ground. 
I would like, yeah, but I know, like, I would always get picked on, and I'd be like, oh, like I would have to defend myself again, like you know, like it was a was, constant battle. Yeah, that's what it, you know. And then, yeah, I mean, and pretty much every every, I mean, every kid going up through elementary, I would think, like, yeah, I mean, you're definitely gonna get fucked with by bigger kids. Yeah. Um, and what was up? What's up with that fucking blind school? Why were they so fucking uptight? Or just have that, you know, was it just angst or what was it, dude? It was, I don't know, bro, but I remember like day one, like from day one, like they they, they told me, let's go to the bathroom, there's going to be fights. Today. And I was like, what? Like, the f- and dude, they were dude. all blind? I mean, like, not totally no, blind. Not, some of them were, bro. But not, <laughs> not all of them. With the no. little Roy Oberson glasses yeah. and shit like that? No, because you got to understand, it was like a good school too, where like, you know, like they taught music and stuff like that. So some kids that were kind of blind like me would like their parents would like oh let's put them in there and like they like hardcore prescriptions maybe yeah. you can't see if you don't have your glasses yeah or those guys that can only see out the side of their eyes yeah exactly so but then too but they were not stevie them. wonder blind i mean but there no there no was there was some like that yeah there was a lot because like, like the majority was like that, but there's <laughs> you know there's both like yeah so but it was you know like, so you guys went to the restroom and there was fights that first day there was fights the like first day. And, and we're talking about they put the little sticks down and went at it yeah bro like they would go like we're like seriously fucking turns, each other up bro. really yeah fool. dude and where's the, there's some good shit there dude i mean there was little kids fighting like you know like, <laughs> you know, it was like little third graders like you know just but just like yeah yeah just fucking really letting true. the dukes fly and the Dukes fly, yeah. And what were they fucking angry about, dude? I mean, if you could get to uh, anything, I'm you could pretty sure it's something. the same thing. Like, you know what I mean? Like chip on their shoulder because they're blind. Yeah. So like, you fuck with me, I'll sign up. For, like, you know, I'm not that blind. You're blinder. Oh, like, you know, like, like that, dude. Yeah, like or whatever. Like the problem <laughs> was, you know, like I'm sure you can make an issue out of anything. Oh like, my god, you know? fool! The fucking Visine Diaries over here. <laughs> I'm telling you, man. Like, yeah, that that was one of the craziest things. Like, I. Like, I remember, like, yeah, that school is, like, just full of fucking, like, I don't know, UFC fighters were in the train, bro. Like, <laughs> a little crockpot of fucking anger right there, huh? Yeah. And it was just the boys, too. Like, I, I didn't see, like, you know, like, girls fighting. Like, Going at it. So, yeah, I'm pretty sure it was that whole pride thing. Like, you pick on me, I'm going to show you. Like, you know, <laughs> blind or not, like. Hey, um, how long did you spend at that school, dude? Uh, oh, Well, you know what? That one I did a year, but, like, I think I did a year in third grade, or half a year in third grade and half a year in fourth grade. <laughs> Yeah, and I remember that fourth grade, I ended up going back to East LA and then to Fontana. All the way to Fontana, fool? We moved to Fontana. That's, when, a, I, that's when I had the, the surgery. Well, everybody in Marfan has to have a surgery like at a young age. Really? And mine was in Riverside, so we ended up... Really? Yeah. Which one? Riverside Community or General? Uh, Loma Linda. Oh, wow. Okay, that's in yeah. um, Loma, Loma Linda. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like by Riverside, yeah. Yeah, totally. San Bernardino County. And what? so what What happens when you have more fans? What, if you can explain uh, to the folks what the actual condition is or... So it's a genetic mutation. It's a, mut- a mutation in the genes. What happens is, uh, like, I'm blind out of one eye. Um, and the reason you have to have the surgery is because uh, the heart valves, uh, they keep growing uh, bigger and thinner. So because they go thinner, they're easier to penetrate. So they have to re- be replaced by either like a pig valve or a mechanical valve. Now, if they they can be penetrated, that means that like they're susceptible, like bones, or you get hit hard, it can tear or something, or what? Uh, it just yeah, it means that it could burst or tear. And, like, really, yeah. just with the b- own blood pressure in there, or just like yeah, getting hit the wrong way, like right, like uh, and that's I, why your mom was all concerned of you not being in rough schools and shit like that. Pretty much, yeah. Okay, yeah. so it's that paranoia of like losing you to some little accident like that. Yeah, like it was always like be careful, like don't play basketball, don't do this, and like it was always like, I mean, I, 
I, I mean, I don't know. I, I, I wouldn't know what to say, like, to, like, my kid, like, you know, like, if he wanted to play because <laughs> I would always be like, fuck that, I'm going to play. And, like, now Yeah, because you older, do have that little fucking brave heart, like, uh, I, I approach like, to I mean, thing. I like playing ball. Like, you know, we played ball before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. I was know, a trip like, out on the... I was like, damn, fool. Yeah, like, I mean, I, I'm... I'm And that's, we're not supposed to. Like, like uh, there's an actual basketball player, Isaiah Austin, uh, who just found out he had more offense and he was like playing college pro really fool. And he was supposed to go into the major, into the NBA and they did it like the whole, like, you know, the doctors did the test on him and they found out he had Marfan, so he couldn't play NBA basketball anymore. Damn. That fucking, that probably tore that full apart on. Pretty sure. I mean, like if your whole life's basketball and like, you and know, you actually have a real legitimate shot, it's like, fuck. Yeah. He was good. He was a center. He was Damn. a center. And like he was supposed to go in the first round. They were saying, and uh, how old were okay? And when did you get diagnosed? Right, right away or yeah, right away. So like, I have Marfan's pretty bad. Because <laughs> like, I noticed one time I went to the doctor with you when you had one of those issues that um um one of the doctors mentioned. I think we were in San Diego that you know your fingers are longer. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. then that's what one you know it's long, thin, skinny fingers. Yeah, so like, yeah, like am I uh, um look like skinny. you play fucking bass for Dizzy Gillespie or some shit, fool. <laughs> I play guitar, you know. <laughs> No, but uh, it yeah, it's it's that and that's like, a characteristic. What else is? Uh, the joints are bigger, so like that's why I'm always kind of slouched over. Like I get like a bad posture because of that, like the uh, scoliosis and the okay. spine. So that's the reason why I'm a little skinnier too. Like yeah, for some reason like we're we're taller and thinner. But it's funny because so I like you know I've known I had Marfans my whole life pretty much, and like right. my whole idea like everybody's Marfans is skinny and has glasses and looks like me, <laughs> and. I want to say when I was about 25, 26, like when my, my girlfriend at the time pushed me to find other people with Marfans that go out there, like there's computers now. You can like find like organizations. <laughs> she thought there was a computer now. Yeah. Like, They've been around know, since like, the 50s. Eh? Yeah. You know, you can find other people and that have problems like you and like, you know, you can. Let like the community people yeah. make like some outreach or something and that way you can have yeah. someone with somebody in common. Yeah. So I reached out and I found the National uh, Marfan Foundation, which is like, they're really cool. They're really Shut good. Shut up, fool. Yeah. And, and you like, would have never done this, but was it for your ex? Yeah. She, like, she's the one that pushed me to do it. Because I mean, I, I, mean I, I thought about it, but like, you know me, like I won't do anything until you should do that. All right. <laughs> and then like, yeah, look over my shoulder, make sure I'm doing it. No, but so, uh, I meet like, you know, one of them actually calls me on the phone. Like, Hey, like, you know, and then she tells me like everything she knows about Mara fans. And, oh, like, wow. Like, yeah, she was like, you know, it was kind of cool. She was telling me like, yeah, that's everyone, super cool. everyone that, that she knew that had Mara fans was always an artistic person. Like they, they, they thought differently and like, they're very bright and like, and I was just, oh, yeah, I am. I am very bright and I am very artistic. No, but no it's, a, it's funny that you say that because when I met you, you fucking, I didn't even know you fucking played guitar. I didn't know you were into fucking like Pink Floyd and bands yeah. like that. I was like, you didn't seem like a dude like that. And not that just people that come for me say ain't that way, but you didn't fit the traditional stereotypical yeah, mold per se. It. Yeah. Well, it's funny too. Like you brought those bands. It was a like Joy Ramone had more fans. So yeah, 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 yeah. Totally, dude. He, he had it. And like, so... I was talking to this lady and she's telling me about like, you know, all these uh, things are like, you know, fundraisers are having and stuff like that. So I go to like a meet and greet <laughs> and I'm expecting to meet people like me and like, I just see like people kind of tall and like people with like glasses, just regular glasses. And right. I'm just looking like to myself, oh my God, like I really have this shit. Like, you know, like, <laughs> like I have more fans. These guys are just... You're the po poster boy for yeah, this fucking like, they condition. they kind of like, they're on the spectrum, but like, yeah, I... 
they could use me as like you know whatever. Like, Quick question: In that basketball player that was that had a couldn't go through that anymore. Isaiah Austin. What yeah. did he look? What did he look like? Did he look like you, or did he look put in essence more like a basketball player? No, like he looked like a basketball player. Like so, it wasn't like, nothing. He was tall, lanky. Like he was a center. Like he right. was a skinny center, but like he had muscle. You could tell. Like he, like he wasn't as skinny as I am. He was skinny. Um, I don't know if he had eye issues. I don't know if he was using contacts. Okay. But yeah, like, um. Yeah, he, he 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 could pass for just regular mm-hmm. center. Okay, you know? now in when you met, met those people that didn't look like you, that like you're saying, I really have this shit. I'm the poster boy <laughs> of this fucking condition. What'd you say, and what'd they tell you, dude? Uh no, every, it was just funny because people would just walk up to you right away, like, oh, you know, welcome and this and that, and like I was having trouble, like, should I tell them, like, oh, welcome because you have it, or like, you know, like just like, yeah, it was it was it was dumb, dude. Like I I was. Yeah. <laughs> and then was it a waste of time or was it cool? Oh, no, no. I, I got to, like, you know, I got to meet people who were, like, having the headaches that I had. It's weird because, you know, like, you know, the biggest problem I have with Mar fans is, like, I don't like, you know, like, asthma's pretty bad, but, like, my biggest problem is, like, the, the headaches. Now, those headaches, are they more like migraines? Uh, yeah, they're, they're a lot like migraines. And what like, co- what causes that shit, dude? Is it a lack of oxygen in the blood or what the fuck? They, what, you, what do you know causes that? From what I believe, I think it's skeleton, like, it's the skeleton. And I think it has to do with the Marfans. Like, I think because the scoliosis in our back, like, our joints are bigger, like, our frame is different. Um, I just feel that like, yeah, like, like everybody I talk to who has Marfans say the same shit. They get these horrible headaches where like they can't even stand up. I get the same thing and they've tried all this migraine medicine. It has like nothing to do with like one has nothing to do with the other. Like, you know what I mean? Like, even though they feel like migraines, they're not caused by the same thing migraines are caused by. So there's no really, uh, there's no real, uh, medicine for it and it's not a relief uh no like i mean as far as i believe no like i mean just re- relieving the tension relieving the muscles best way you can or trying not not like because i like i kind of feel like when the weather changes that's it affects you yeah i feel like my back tightening up and i just feel like oh i'm gonna get a migraine today but that has to do like with like you know like like dehydration like you feel more dehydrated when it's like you know about to rain and stuff like that and you know so yeah, I mean that's that's my belief. Like I can't prove it or anything. <laughs> Your theory? Yeah, my theory. Um, that's crazy, dude. So okay, you go to the little blind school. <laughs> You're there till like the f- you know middle of the fourth year, and then where'd you go after that? You said you went to another school. Or did you guys move to Fontana? I believe I went back to Harrison, and I went there till the fifth grade, and then I went to Fontana in fifth grade, and that was the, and Fontana was the first time. I went to a year-round school, which is weird. <laughs> totally uh, weird. They, yeah, I don't. I don't. They do that in LA. They no, uh, I don't know if they. I know they do that in Riverside. I know they do that. Is in, that an IE thing? A year-round school? I, I think what they did is to accommodate the growing population. That way, you can have like, um, you know, a track is going at one time, and then like towards the end of that track, then a new track comes in, and that track's off. So you know they can use a co- campus like I guess three a smaller school for more kids. There you go. Exactly. That makes sense. Yeah. You know, but, to accommodate, you know, the, the, the rising population in that area or whatnot. But, yeah, I, I went to a year-round school. That sucked. It did. <laughs> and uh, when did you guys move to Fontana, dude? Or Fontucky, as they say. Fontucky. I, I want to say 1989. I was Damn. 10 years old. Trick-or-treating as Batman when the <laughs> Batman movie came out. <laughs> That's funny, dude. You went with the times, dog. Yeah. Yeah. 
And how is that shit, dude? Compared, I mean, because it's much, uh, it's not as fast as it as it is out here in Los Angeles, right? And you know what's funny? For being a kid, because I wouldn't like. It's not like I would go out to bars. I was ten years old. Like, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> Mama I wanted to though, huh? <laughs> no, because you know what? I remember like when living at like the house in City Terrace, like everybody who like you know my uncles and my mom like you know like were there obviously and like my grandparents so like everybody would go out and like i know they were going to baby dolls i know they were going to i knew the clubs that they were going to school, as a kid all little so then like you know i knew when we were like in fontana like my mom's not even going out anymore like you know like really everything yeah, slowed down like yeah this sucks and like i remember being like not liking like living the ie like kind of being like man it was so much better in la i don't know why <laughs> like you know just saying that as a kid no it's like, funny that you say that because <laughs> like, i grew up in riverside and i remember people moving out from hawaiian gardens from hawthorne from los angeles and then being kind of bummed out for like the first couple months like going like what the fuck little kids and, yeah like, little kids and it's like, like why like they're not going like, it's funny because i had the same like well they had all their friends back there dude yeah. now they're like a, and it's not like you're going to be going back there every weekend i'm sure they go back there every weekend and it starts um being like uh that's true i have my it, neighborhood they stop yeah. they stop because i mean you know fucking it's an hour away and you obviously don't have a car and you know parents not we relocated over here now we're living here and during that time i was never moving out there so it was a bunch of older people there wasn't it was rarely kids kids out there. yeah, yeah dude. so it's kind of like you know lonelier in that sense huh yeah yeah i guess yeah that does make sense that's probably my beef with it was like this sucks i had friends in la <laughs> how long did you guys stay out there for uh, I want to say, thankfully, only like, not thankfully. I don't hate, like, <laughs> this uh, I want to say like three or four years. Oh, wow. It, yeah, I remember. <laughs> all, all three or four years were torture too, or what? No, I remember just. Did you adjust that for a while? Yeah. I think with me, though, it was more like I missed the house that I grew up in because that house was still there, but I had to move over there because of the surgery and all that. And, like, I right. hated being away from, like, my grandmother. I hated being away from my uncle. So like you were used to that, yeah, yeah. So I think that's when my problem. Like I, I tied that into like I hate like you know Fontana, but it was more like I just wanted to be back at like you know the house <laughs> that I grew up in, you know, repping. But, yeah, yeah. I remember like the first day back, <laughs> went to the movies. <laughs> <laughs> this so, will... Edward Scissorhands. <laughs> hey, what, what theater was that? Oh, at the uh, Pacific, the one on uh, Whittier and uh, Gerhardt, or like oh. the by Gerhardt. What is it Damn. on Whittier and uh, you know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah, yeah. No, I've been there before. The 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 one by the Baja Tacos. <laughs> well, the Baja. Oh, that's Whittier in Atlantic. The one that has Baja Tacos across the street. Yeah, yeah. It's right. Yeah. There's a. K, is there a Kmart? No, there was a Target. There's right? a Kmart and a Target. No, and a Target, yeah. and then they have the little stores, mm. and they have that little Tres Hermanos across the street. Is those like fucking ninety nine cent tacos been going on for days? The fish tacos. Yeah, it was a spot for a while. I think it's called Pacific Theaters, but yeah. I, I, <laughs> look, I mean, theater. now they're like ghetto-ass theaters. I mean, they haven't changed the carpet and the little seats, but I mean, whatever. They tell you, me you can smoke weed in there, like that no one really goes in there. So yeah, like, like <laughs> I mean, I remember going in there and it's like fucking, you know, like after like candy and those seats got wet so much that like yeah. they don't even have that like soft like. Um, you know what I like about that place? It has that drive-in feeling when you're buying popcorn and on stuff the inside? like that. And then like you go and just sit down. Yeah, but, totally. Yeah. It's one of those spots, but I mean, fuck it. The movies are cheap, dude. Yeah, right. Yeah, that's an old school place. And where'd you go to high school at, dude? High school? I went to this... Here's a good story. <laughs> I went to a private school in San Gabriel. And what was that all about, fool? So, same thing. My mom was afraid of me getting my ass kicked. And, and were you really sheltered? Or it, 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 she gave you that kind of sense, but then you got you know you were able to do your own shit after you got out of her eyes? 
I mean, like, it was a, always, like, a battle. Like, she would always try to be overprotective, and I would always be like, dude, this is too much. Like, you know? Like, <laughs> Let me live. Yeah, like, <laughs> quit following the school bus. Like, Shut know, up, like, fool. She did it a couple times, but I ain't gonna lie, dog. <laughs> <laughs> She's proud of <laughs> it, too. Like, you know what service I did? You know what I did the first time in junior high? I followed the bus. She's like, fucking, like, she'll brag about it, dude. I'm like, yeah, thank you for telling everybody how much. <laughs> Knowing the flock was yeah, soft. Go for exactly it. Exactly, right? That's funny. And what, what's up with that funny ass story in high school? Well, because it was a very small private school where I still kind of feel like I do, we just got taken. <laughs> like, I don't even know if it was a real school or not. It was, <laughs> I swear to God, bro. Your mom was paying for bullshit? I believe we were, bro. Cause like, it was a religious school or what? It was a Christian. It was called Berean Christian High School. It's It was on Walnut Grove and Mission. Like, they're in San Gabriel. Damn, right through the heart, and huh? There's 34 kids there. And I'm talking about junior high through high school. Through 12. Through 12. But the deal was, the way they sold it to me and, like, my parents was that the school, like, was very, like, you know, attentive. And they, they would work on us that I'd be out of high school, like, in two years. <laughs> We're going to teach you how to speed read, dog. Basically, Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so <laughs> shortcuts to fucking division. Yeah. So uh, I got a diploma, dude, but I don't even know like, if it's <laughs> valid. Yeah, man. Like you could go to college with it. <laughs> I did. I, I, but like you know, like when we go to college, like there was like, oh, what high school did you go to? They would have to put other and then just write it in, like on the computer <laughs> and shit, or type it in. Yeah. Didn't show up in their system. No, no, no. Like, <laughs> but like, I guess they paid taxes, and like, I guess. It was a private school, so they hit all the like just like the legal aspects were covered. Yeah, it was like it was three teachers, bro. It was three teachers teaching the same shit. <laughs> three teachers teaching from like junior high to high school, and like I want to say more than half the days we were at school was just like study hall where we're just <laughs> going through books and you know doing work with no one telling us shit. Just Fucking research, talk. figuring it out on her own. Like this is are you serious? Yeah, yeah, but. That was the school I went. And then it's funny, too, because people were like, why don't you tell your parents? It's like, because we never had homework. Like, you know, like, <laughs> no, fuck all that. If you were in high school, would you ruin that? Like, you wouldn't be thinking about your future unless you, you know, like you really cared about your future. Not that I didn't, but it just got me young. It was just like, yeah, you know, fuck like, that. And sometimes homework could be a fucking drag. And then, too, like, it would, it, honestly, it was hard to be like the first, like the only person like, trying to, like, I want, you know, I want to go Stepping up and yeah. reporting for Everybody's fucking wrong. You're not going to be like, you know what? <laughs> This guy's to stop. We gotta get serious. Yeah, come on, guys. Think about your future. Like, you know, like <laughs> who's gonna be that first high school kid? Uh, maybe now, but not back then. <laughs> Grew up in the nineties. You gotta be the president <laughs> of Associated Student Body. Yeah, yeah, no shit. You're gonna have. You, you would have to want it. So basically, what you're saying, your uh, your uh, your high school didn't have a football or baseball team. <laughs> no, we would have to go to the park for PE, bro. And it was like one of those. You guys small didn't have shit. a field. No, no. Oh my god, no. dude. It was, had one of those fucking merry-go-rounds in there. Yeah, it was <laughs> a fucking pretty, swing. The only thing that school taught me was if you could fake it, you can make it. <laughs> 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 yeah, it, it was pretty bad. Dude. Oh fuck! I just thought about something right now, but I ain't gonna say shit. <laughs> this fool, <laughs> you're killing me, dude. And uh, you went to um, you were involved in theater too, like in college, right? Yeah. So went actually when I went to Fontana, I went to a school in uh, Southridge. There's a Southridge, by the way. You know Southridge, right? Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah. I went to junior high in Southridge, and that was the first time I was involved in theater. I remember I, I, I became, I, I joined the theater club, and 
I got to rehearse. I didn't come out on a play, but I got to rehearse with them. And then when I went to college, everybody was telling me, what kind of major are you going to, you know, what are you going to major in? What you major in? I like movies. And I was going to go to ELAC, and ELAC didn't have a movie program or, like, anything. Film or nothing in that? They have nothing. And, like, the only thing that had anything like that was Pasadena City College. And I remember, like, I didn't want to go all the way to Pasadena for school. I was like, I'm going to ELAC. (laughs) So I took theater because of that. And I took a theater class. And the lady uh, directing the next play, like, in the fall, thought it was funny. And, like, she was in one of those classes. And... She asked me to audition. She put me in her play, and like, I started auditioning. And from then on, like, I got into theater, and yeah, started acting. Like, <laughs> really, and yeah. when and that was all at East LA College. East LA College, and it was funny because like you would think like, oh, like you studied theater at Elac, but they were very proud of like who they were on the theater circuit, and they were really like they did have like it was legit. It wasn't yeah, bullshit. Yeah, they 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 were up there. They were up there for being like you know. I mean, we would think East LA College, like but. just bullshit or whatever community college, but they were actually up there in the fucking thespian uh, uh, part of the world. Yeah, as like far they, as like they, they the, competed in a lot of like you know a lot of festivals that like not colleges could and and like as far as they were they're reputable and shit. What, what was their background like Shakespeare Shakespeare or what? Uh, I'm sorry. What was that? Well, yeah, the, the theater wise. Um, I mean, like they. Or you guys do like David Mamet plays and shit like that, or what? They had teachers that like wrote plays and they would do their own plays, but they would also like you know do plays out of Samuel French. Oh, okay. But uh, yeah, like um, I learned a lot about like lighting and 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 sound production. Like, yeah, end they, of they, it. They, they 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 had that down. They 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 were like, like I mean, like yeah, I mean, we would go around to different schools and like, different universities and. They would compete just with like you know like with big name schools and, and bring like, back awards and shit. Yeah, that's yeah. awesome. And because I we have a couple of mutual friends that um and I didn't even know about this till you started talking to them or till they made oh no I knew Flaco like Gracie Armijo mm-hmm. and then uh, Rafa too um Cardenas yeah, the uh, photographer. Yeah, Rafa actually like used to coach me with acting actually a lot like back in the day like he he was a uh, well I met him at Elac he was at the theater. Yeah, because you told me a funny story about that dude. Yeah, he was like the the older dude there that like you know always like he was like damn dude he never graduated. <laughs> that's what they that's what yeah they used to call Rafa the theater ghost because he was like the one longest there like there forever. <laughs> like, but I mean he uh you know he loved theater and like he he, he was he into was, it. Yeah, he helped us like you know like once he I guess stopped attending school like you know he was he wasn't there that long he was there like maybe like a few semesters but like he would just help out with production and stuff like that and. You know, like for same, the theater same, company, yeah, same stuff, same stuff he does now around East LA. Like, you know, like he tries to help out wherever he can, and right on, dude. You know, and how the fuck did you get into stand up comedy, dude? So, stand up comedy, I used to like, I used to watch stand up comedy, like, you know, I would never like be a comic, like, I just like watching it because I can't see myself up there. I used <laughs> to be that guy. And, Were you ever uh, funny though? Yeah, people would tell me I was funny. My my, you know, my girlfriends were like, "Oh, the only reason I got with girls was because I was funny." They would tell me, <laughs> they would straight out tell me, "If you weren't funny, I would not be with you." Oh like, my god, dude, yeah. that's cool. So, I uh, I tried it when I was like 21, 22. Like I I, I did a contest and like I didn't have a good experience and then I was like, was that up. at East LA College or where? No, no, no. I was actually with uh, with what's his name? Oh. Who fool? Oh, what's his name? What's his name? Oh, Rick Martinez. You're lying, no, bro. Rick Martinez actually made out with one of my friends. Too. Oh, that <laughs> night too. That night, yeah. So, yeah, Rick Martinez was holding like a contest at the Haha. Ha. Are you 
And, yeah. and what the fuck were you doing out there in North Hollywood, dude? Uh, I was a Jeff Garcia fan, and I remember we used to go to like the comedy clubs that he would perform at. Thanks, Doc. Yeah, thanks, Doc. <laughs> <laughs> this fool. Really? And how'd you find out about that fool? So, Jeff, okay, uh, Rafa used to go to the Rudy Moreno shows. Like, it used to be on Tuesday night, the Latino shows. Yeah, he could, we're, we're at, uh, at, um, at the Pasadena Ice At the Ice House. And yeah. I know, because even before that, he had like a, a room at the Black Angus. But I mean, I know that's way before your time, but maybe it was around his time too, right? Uh, maybe, yeah, because I know he he had followed them like way before. He would always talk about Jeff Garcia, Gabriel Iglesias, Felipe. Like, yeah, and that was back in the day when Latino comedy was, you know, kind of almost like coming up. Yeah. pre que locos around like comedy compadres culture clash days, yeah, right? Like they're always on the stuff that's going on, so that's when like this, like, this was like this hit to the streets up right now, exactly, right. Yeah. And right before Que Locos, but after Funny is Funny, around that time. Yeah, because right? he would show us like CDs, like, you got to hear this guy, you got to hear this comedy. And, and totally that. fall uh, funny-ass raw shit from the street that you can relate to. Yeah, exactly. It was something for us. It was yeah, totally. Us. And that's one thing that, that I mean, even though I don't think uh, Culture Clash was super funny, it was cool because you you could relate to those characters. Yeah, I loved Culture Clash. TV show? That, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I used to love that show. But yeah, it, it was something for us, like... The whole um, Chicano word of the day. And that was when I started kind of realizing, oh, it is true. Like, there is something, like, we're not Mexican, but, like, we're, we're kind of in the middle. Like, I never really, like, thought about that until I started, like, watching, like, Culture Cash and shit like that. Like, oh, yeah, like, we have our own, like, language. And, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, you know, dude. Like, chevre and all that shit. Totally. It's uh, it's cultural, dude. That's just specific yeah. to us. But so Rafa used to drag us to, com- I mean, not drag us, but just tell us about comedy <laughs> shows. Nah, going again, dog. <laughs> so this is, yeah, this is actually kind of cool. One of the, I mean, not cool, but th- the day that I went to this comedy show, it was a Tuesday night, Latino night. It was me, Bebos, the other comedian. Wow. He, yeah, Bebos was there before we were comics. Uh, my friend Rudy Jimenez and Rafa, like they're our best friends ever since, you know, forever. So we're watching this comedy show, and that's I'm getting one of these fucking migraines. Same, like you know, same deal. Damn. So I want to say the lineup. It was the Rudy Moreno show. It was Johnny Sanchez, Felipe Esparza, Gabriel Iglesias, Ernie G. Um, who else? Who what you? What you? I don't allow cussing on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Why, I don't know why I brought that one up. But. <laughs> But during that time, those jokes were hot, bro. <laughs> uh, no, dude, no. I, I mean, maybe not to the comics, but to the people, to the audience. Yeah, exactly. They would get into it. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, <laughs> it, it was, yeah. Oh, yeah. Actually, I don't even know why. I mean, and that was, be- they were all there because George Lopez was there. Really? Yeah. So. That's a fucking killer show, dude. Dude, that was like, and it was a Tuesday night. That was oh, one my of those God. shows where George Lopez just walks in. But we're watching the show, dude, and it was just. Non-stop laughing. From beginning to end. From beginning to end. Like, my migraine just went away. Are you serious? Like, I, I didn't even think that was possible. Like, I was just like, wow, that's never happened, like, without, like, medication or just like that. But for it to just go away, like, just from laughter. Like, and I remember, bro, like, at the end of the show, like, leaving the show. like Or not leaving, but walking out the front door because I couldn't be in there anymore. It was just like my, my stomach was hurting. I you were going to die? I was like, I couldn't hold, I couldn't catch my breath. And there was other. People. I know. I know what you feel, dude. I totally know what you mean, dude. By yeah. all that stuff, because that's how I grabbed my ass too. Yeah, that's how. Like, and like, I was just. Like, I finally couldn't believe it, because you know, and not to be a dick, because Paul Rodriguez is one of the first guys on the moon, meaning that he's a trailblazer. 
but it seems to me that it only got funnier. It was just like it was more keen to the streets and what was really going on with us at that particular point in American history, dude. You know? Well, I mean, not for nothing, but like I always remember that night. And I always look back at that night, and I always shoot for that. When I do comedy, like I was like, you know what? Oh, me too, fool. I remember, like seeing like the best show of my life, and like that's what you gotta put out. Like you, if if you if they can't breathe, or they're like you know like walking out because they just need to catch their breath. Like like you've seen it done before, so yeah, don't make excuses fool. like hey, oh you don't can do that. Like yeah, or blame it on the audience or shit like I mean? that. Like, now it's like you know that's what I want. Like when I mean like I I mean and I hope like you know I can like always bring that to my comedy shows you know that's what i shoot for and like you know so yeah like that that night always sticks out but yeah and that was the night i met like everybody like jeff garcia gabriel iglesias oh really and like i mean they were coming up and like it was just it was it was great and then how'd you end up over there at the haha doing that show so for the uh, first time I mean, we would just look up the calendar dates, and then like we saw like, oh, like you know, it was my ex girlfriend time pushing me again. Like, <laughs> damn, dog. you should try comedy now. Like, <laughs> What's she at, eh, dog? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, and like I remember being in the contest and going to the third round. And the first rounds, I remember not doing well mm-hmm. and still advancing. And I think that was because that's when like Rick Martinez was making out like my the, the, one of the friends I would bring. <laughs> <laughs> And the night that she didn't come was the night that I lost. <laughs> <laughs> but I remember like not liking it. Like, no, I'm not a comic. I, I just like watching it. I'm more of an actor. Like, I rather, you know, I rather enjoy it. Yeah, because I see one of your headshots when you were like an actor, and you were like kind of like a serious, dramatic uh, fucking dude. Yeah, I've done Dracula. Actually, that's a, like, I mean, if I could choose, you're kicking it with yeah. the fucking Count of East LA, dog. I would love to be like an <laughs> X Men movie and like be a villain, dude. Like, that's like my dream. Really yeah. awesome, dude. But no, so. Going back to how I started doing comedy, uh, when I started working at the Edison Bar, there was a comedian in Chris Melhouse, and uh, he started working there at the same time. And That's he, when, like, at the time I met you, huh? Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, my one of the first shows I, or the first show I did, aside from the Rick Martinez show, <laughs> was uh, I'm sorry, Doug. <laughs> uh, Chris was putting a, a a bringer show together for for Whitney Cummings because she was practicing jokes for comedy central oh wow so he had said like yeah he's gonna put the show together just bring people when he comes he's gonna close it and like you're gonna you know get to do your jokes in front of your friends and family oh, fuck and yeah, i was dude. like that's cool so a lot of my family and friends went um and i ended up doing well like a lot of people told me like to keep trying it and uh some people told me if, if like you know like like if, if if i keep doing it they'll come back and like watch me and that kind of pushed me and i kept getting the same like response yeah so it just it just pushed me to just keep doing it and yeah i would just start i started hearing like the comments like oh like i'm glad i got to saw you and like you know like you made my you know made my day and like it just went on from there and then i started working with felipe and you know i saw what that could do i was like all right like I, this this is something legit like so make a left dog, make a left, dog. <laughs> <laughs> what was your first professional gig dude my like what do you mean like where i got paid or where yeah or where you felt like you really made the audience you gave them something to remember like i mean and where you felt good about it where the audience felt good and then you had a professional comedian maybe come up to you and go hey dude you fucking killed it or fucking i don't like what you're doing you're on the right track well this is where like (laughs) i got all right so you know steve fly right yeah Uh, (laughs) you bothering me right now no, when I met Steve Fly, like I had told him I was a comic, you know, like he's oh yeah 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 at me basically, you know. <laughs> but 
when I showed him my CD or my DVD, he like really kind of like took an interest and he was like, hey man, you are pretty funny. And he was kind of like telling me how to do my jokes. He's like, the way you do your jokes, drop it, blah, blah, blah. Stand behind the microphone and just tell your jokes over the audience and just keep shooting them out. Like don't, don't wait for them to stop laughing. Like just, you know, keep doing it. And like he said, like, he was telling me like your jokes are funny and short enough where you can do that. Not everyone like, you know, has that style. And I want to say maybe like the third time I went out again, I was at the ice house and it was Fernando Flores' show. And I was like, I'm just going to try what he did. Like what he told me, stand behind the mic and I actually have it on Facebook. I'm like wearing like a black suit or a black jacket with a black and white shirt. And, um, I just, yeah, every time, like, the audience laugh, like, was dying down, I'd throw out the next joke. And I did it for, like, maybe eight minutes. Like, I had an eight-minute set. Just hitting them and hitting them. Hitting them, hitting them. And, like, it felt really good. Like, it was, it was, I felt like, okay, I did for eight minutes what I wanted to do, like, what I did that night or with, that night with, or that. Uh, the show, show you seen. Yeah, hitting the them at seen. that level of consistency. Basically, yeah. I felt like, oh, I touched it, you know? And then when I walked out, there was people telling me that was amazing. And I, I just kind of felt like, wow, like, all right. I'm on to something and like, you know, and like I kind of from then on, like I kind of like because I mean, I would look up how to, you know, how do you become a comic? How do you write a joke? And how do you write a <laughs> this will like your ex-lady told you there's computers now. Eh? Yeah, I started, <laughs> yeah, I started going everything after that, you know, like no. But then like, you know, and I, I started like reading the info and like basically like a, a headliner has to have a like, I mean, on, on average, like a laugh every 15 seconds. Right. And I put in my head like, well, what if you double that? And then, like I started kind of writing my jokes like that because like. I have that like quick. I could just quick delivery. Yeah, one liners. I, I can say it, and like that's where I kind of like been, like you know, pushing towards. Like you know, like try try to just make it quick and you know hit them hard and you know just yeah, quick one liner laughs and like you know don't even make it about you. Just make it about the laughter. Oh fuck yeah, dude. Yeah. So that's that's what I try to do, guys. <laughs> <laughs> well, fuck yeah, fucking flaco. Isaac Flaco Martinez. It's funny. Martinez. I used to call you Isaac Flaco Jimenez. Jimenez. Yeah, that's another Flaco Jimenez. <laughs> yeah, the, the the guy from the Texas Tornadoes, right? Um, is that what it is? Or I, he, th- I, I know he's like Tex-Mex dude, right? Mm-hmm. He's a what? I th- I thought it was like, or yeah, I thought it was like a a group or something. No. Yeah, he's in, he's in a group, and I guess that dude had fucking um polio. But anyways, thank you for doing it, dude. And um, other than that, dude, keep fucking shining and the fucking yeah, dude, we'll fucking uh. We'll uh, keep you posted, dude. But yeah, thank you very much for doing the podcast, man. Dude, thanks for having me, bro. Yeah, man. All right, Rodrigo. Thank you, bro. All right, fool. Yeah, man. So yeah, man, that's Flaco uh, Isaac Martinez. Glad you guys enjoyed it, man. Thank you very much for everybody that's fucking listening. Please keep on keeping on. Let people know about the Yeah Man podcast. Subscribe to it. Have your homies subscribe to it. Anybody that has a smartphone, just fucking subscribe to that shit, dude. And let's keep this motherfucking machine going. And also, uh, one more time, we're going to be at Flappers in uh, Burbank this Monday coming up, the 21st of November. And uh, just go to Flop <laughs> Floppers. <laughs> Flappers, yeah, that's my mom's name in high school. Old Flaps. <laughs> go to www flapperscomedy.com for tickets or you can get them at the door um other than that thank you very much you guys keep shining and check out this jam peace out Down here the kids grow up fast and scared
Jones Pack of words that don't want alone One on one that won't look me in the eye But when the packs together there's a battle cry I saw it, fifty on one The crowd dispersed, the kid was done Too much violence, I don't want more Down there, out on the streets I can see the air, 